Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Welcome to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. It's Tina, and I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. I wanted to mention, because it's been a little while, it's been a minute since I talked about this, but for those of you who have been asking, our next five-day free Make Me Runner challenge is coming in November, and it's going to be here before we know it. It's the end of September when I'm recording this, and in November of 2022, we'll be kicking off our next challenge which will help us to create our very next winter warriors make me a runner group so that's the group that will kick off their training for the 5k so from zero to 5k starting in january now i know what you're thinking we're doing the challenge in november and then we have what two months before we even start the training into 5k training but yeah 100 and that's what we did last year and it worked out perfectly so we do the five day challenge before the holidays and what happens is you know we spend an entire week together seeing if we can test the waters seeing if we have what it takes to be a runner seeing if this is something we actually like and then we start opening signups for our next group and what happens is those who sign up for the group can't wait to keep going because they feel so good just from the challenge. And so I put together some workouts for the interim during the months of November and December to have them, you know, keeping up with their running until we officially kick off training in January. It's just so, so good. It really is the best way to get through the dark winter blues, like to push yourself through, like thinking back to the months of, you know, the dark nights and the dark mornings and it's cold, like it's pretty crazy what going on a running journey will do for you through those months. And no, it's not easy. And we wear headlamps and we run in the snow and in the cold and we talk about the ice and, you know, some, some of our runners hit up the treadmill and we talk about how to, you know, finish a cold run and come in and have some hot coffee or hot chocolate and put on our favorite cozy clothes, get an electric blanket, whatever it is, and talk about like our post-run rituals after that. So it kind of just, it takes on a whole new season of running and it's so cool. Like I'm really excited for those days. You know, we talk about what kinds of things we should wear, how to keep it simple, how not to stress about the cold weather, how it's not really even that bad once you get out there. We talk about how to warm up before going out in the cold and our runners rocked it last winter. I mean, rocked it. We, looking back at those videos, like what a group of badass runners, literally out there with headlamps on, smiling, um, some having snowflakes in their eyelashes and just rocking it all the way to their 5K and beyond. We had some runners that were training for a half marathon at that time too. And so nothing is going to light you up 
and fill up those cold winter months with a challenge like this that makes you feel like total like a freaking rock star. And then here's what happens. It starts to warm up, the sun comes out, and you are ready for all of those spring races, which are so fun uh, to do. So if you're on the fence, you need to do it. You need to sign up for the challenge. You need to sign up for the group and just get in. Get in while the doors are open before the doors close and we solidify our next Winter Warriors group. Our Winter Warriors from last year, most of them are still with us right now. So as I'm recording this, it's in September, and that means that they are coming up on almost a full year of training, of running. They've been running for almost a full year, which is pretty crazy. So they started last November with a challenge, and many of them are getting ready to run their very first 10K, 6.2 miles in October, and that will complete their entire year of training. How cool is that? So a full year from going going from non-runner all the way to 10Ker and beyond is pretty, pretty incredible. So it must not have been that bad if our winter warriors are still with us enjoying these hot winter months and already planning their goals for the next, this upcoming winter. So um, get on the list. Go to tinarepa.com forward slash run and join the wait list for the challenge. And we will see you in November if you're thinking about this. Now my current runners, you need to start spreading the word because here's what happens. You guys will start posting all of your runs in October that you're doing, and everyone's going to start asking you about like, all right, you know, what is this? How do I get into it? How do I get started? Like, just start telling them now. Just start telling them to get signed up so that they're already on the list and ready for the challenge that kicks off in November so that they're not going to miss anything because that happens too. I actually have our very first runner, um, Jen, who has already signed up for the Winter Warriors program. She and I talked and touched base um, about, you know, getting her committed to kicking off, you know, that program, that training program. And she's like, you know, I want in. So she's already in. She's already signed up. We haven't had the challenge yet, but she has seen her friends go through the program and she wants in. So she is committed. And if you are interested in something like that, where you want to make the commitment before having to wait for the challenge and then deciding to sign up, like if you know you want in, you want to run a 5K in March, you want to be a runner, you want to learn how to love running, you want to start from nothing and build yourself into a runner, please find me on Instagram or Facebook, DM me, and just let me know. Like, I want in now. Like, I want to commit. I want to sign up, and we will make that happen for you guys. Um, and you'll actually, it will actually be kind of a better deal for you because your payments are going to be spread out, and it's going to lighten the load. And before you know it, it's going to be time to start training, and you're going to be so ready. And so, you know, we're just getting really hyped up and we're super excited. So um, do it now, tinarepa.com forward slash run. Find me on Instagram or Facebook at tinarepa running or run with tinarepa on Instagram and send me a message if you have any questions or if you want in, you guys. I can't wait. I can't wait because this is what happens when our next group challenge group starts to take place and everyone starts trickling in and starting to test out the waters. Well, that means that our current new runners who only have two and a half weeks left of training, by the way, graduate into the opportunity to become, to become hype squad members. And that's super exciting for them too. So, so many big things happening and I just can't wait. It's always, always exciting over here with everybody growing and glowing and pushing and, and stretching themselves out of their comfort zone, which brings me to my conversation for today. So I told you it is now the middle of getting towards the end of September when I'm recording this. And my current runners, my soulmates for life, those are the runners who have been with me for a long time, 
are currently training for the Wicked 10K and 5K. So many of them are doing their very first 10K and it's all coming back, you know. We've been in our group lately, especially tonight. I just kind of got out of there. We were all posting about these feelings we're having about the new miles coming up, right? When you're in the 5K training program, every week is kind of intimidating just because you think you can't do it, right? Like you don't have the data to support your ability to do something uncomfortable. All you know is that you want to do it. You don't necessarily have the belief that you can do it. And so what that means is you get a new workout plan emailed to you for the week and then suddenly you start doubting yourself. We are predispositioned, predisposed, I don't know, whatever it is. We are programmed to seek comfort, right? To seek safety, to stay on the couch, to not push ourselves, to not get uncomfortable. Like our minds naturally gravitate towards comfort. It's just, you know, it's just how we are made to protect ourselves in human nature. The thing is, that is no way to live and that's no way to grow and that's no way to do things that scare you, challenge you, and make you feel amazing. And so what do we do to combat that? We have to set goals that scare us. We have to get out of our comfort zone. Doing something comfortable is not exciting and fun and doing something that scares us a little bit really makes us feel like we're living and really builds our confidence, really builds our self-esteem, really builds our motivation. And it truly feels like we're living and doing things for ourselves. And I can't, I can't just tell you about it. You really have to experience it. So my runners now are getting ready, getting close to running their longest run of this training plan for sure, but some of them the longest run they've ever run, and it's four miles. They have a four-mile run this weekend, and up to date, the longest run they've done is 3.5, and it's starting to mentally play with them, right? Like, I don't know that I can do four. It's like a whole other finger on your hand, right? I've been, they've now, they were terrified of getting to the 5K of 3.1. I remember this time when they were getting close to their 5K and everyone was freaking out. I don't think I can do it. I, I think I'm going to have to quit. This is stressing me out too much. And I had like this meet Jesus moment when I got on <laughs> I got on Facebook and did a live. And I was like, what is going on? Like, you guys are so ready for this. Like, I just want to like hold you by the shoulders and say, don't do this to yourself. I know that you're ready. And they all did it. They all freaking did it. They went out there and did it. And here's the cool part. Right now, their easy runs are what their hardest runs used to be. Right now, a three-mile run does not scare them anymore. It's just part of their weekly runs now. Now what they're afraid of is four miles and eventually 6.2 miles, which is their 10K in six and a half weeks. And so the mind games are starting to come again. And it's totally normal, totally natural. But I kind of needed this reminder that happened tonight you know, to remind me that people need to hear something many times before they actually, before it sinks in, because they have to experience it. Hearing it is not going to do it for you. If you're listening to this and you've never pushed yourself out of your comfort zone and never achieved something that you thought you couldn't do and pushed yourself to do it, if you've never done that, this might sound like crazy talk to you and you might think, there's no way I could do it. But once you've done it, it's like this new addiction, right? Like once you've realized you did something that you 100% believe that you could not do, it changes everything. It changes your perspective and doors just seem to open in front of you. And you literally start asking yourself like, what else can I do? I can't believe I did that. The self-doubt starts to creep in, especially around this time in a training plan 
we are too far away to be super hyped up about what's to come, right? Like the race is six and a half weeks away. That's substantial. But we are beyond our comfort zone. Starting this week, we're running miles that we've never run before and getting very uncomfortable. And that puts us in a position of, it's like a recipe for, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Because you start thinking to yourself, wow, I have to do four miles this weekend. I still have six and a half weeks left. I'm never going to make it. Something starts to happen. And this is with everybody and everything, especially when you're on a a training plan or some sort of long journey to complete something. When you can see the finish line in the distance, when you have just a couple weeks left and then you've made it, you get this surge this energy to push through. We haven't been able to tap into that yet because we're not close enough to it. That, my friends, is what I would call the light at the end of the tunnel. So right now, we are all hitting our mental pain cave, our our place where we think, I don't think that I can do this, right? We're entering it, and there are a lot of feelings coming up of freaking out, like, can I really do this? Maybe she's crazy. May, you know, I know Tina has done this, but so many people have not done this. I'm one of those people. You know, so many, no, people don't do this. Like my friends don't run 6.2 miles and four miles. Like it's not a normal thing. People around me, people that I work with, people, you know, at the grocery store, they don't just run this distance. Why should I be able to do it? And I mean, and that's true. Like you surround yourself typically with people who aren't doing this because it's, it's, it's a really, it's not an easy thing to do. It is quite a feat and quite quite a challenge and, and a feat of a, amazement to be able to do something like this. And so we just naturally think that we aren't capable of it. It's just for special people, for, for unique people who are made a certain way. And that's really not true, you guys. Like it's not true. What it's made for is people who are brave enough and have the courage to push themselves past that point to go into this pain cave, to walk into this pain cave, to look around and say, it's dark in here. I don't see an exit yet, but I'm going to keep walking forward until I see that exit. And that's where we are. And many people feel the urge to turn around and walk back out of this cave because it feels uncomfortable. It feels uncertain. You've never seen it before. You've never been in this cave. How do you know for sure there is light at the end of the tunnel, but you will never know for sure unless you keep taking those steps forward until you see the light and it's coming it's coming but i just you have to allow yourself to get through this part of yeah but i don't know i don't know if i can do it i was laughing a little bit a minute ago because in our group jane one of our members she and i worked together and we had lunch together today after a training that we did and we got to talking about the running and she ran her three and a half mile long run this morning before work and we were talking about how great it was and you know she began talking about what she calls the mmf and it's the mental mind mental no what did she call it the mile mind and you can imagine what the F stands for. And basically implying that, you know, once your mileage starts to increase, you start to have like this mental, you know, (laughs) this mental F of where you're like, I don't think that I can do this. I mean, I just got comfortable. She was saying that she just got comfortable with two miles. And then suddenly three miles wasn't so intimidating. And now I want her to do four, like, is this possible? But the thing is like, if you want three to be easy, If you want two to be easy, if you want to be a runner who can go out and run a 5K and it feels easy to you, you've got to push yourself beyond the 5K. You've got to push yourself beyond that. And so can four miles feel easy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is it going to feel easy the first time? No. 
Is it going to seem easy the week before you do it? Hell no. It's going to be the most intimidating before you actually do it. So when you see that mileage, that's going to be the hardest, the hardest moment that you have is the buildup before it actually happens. You know the crazy part? The actual running part is not the scary part. The actual running part, like once you start going, your body's like, okay, the worst thing that can happen is you walk more than you want to. That's it. That is, that is the giant fear that we live with. That's the world we live in. I am so afraid that I'm going to have to take walk breaks. That's it. That's what's scaring us, you guys. That's why people get scared and don't go out for their runs. Is that pretty crazy when you think about it that way? If you think about why people don't you know, try a running journey or don't try to become a runner or don't stretch themselves beyond the mileage they're comfortable in, it's because there's this fear that I might not be able to do it. Okay, so what does that mean? Does that mean like you die? No. It means... You know, in the running world, that means I had to stop and walk. Who gives a, no, who really, honestly, who cares? If that is the worst that can happen, think about yourself three months ago, four months ago, five months ago. This is to my runners. Imagine saying to yourself, yeah, well, you'll probably run a four miler in a couple of months, but you might actually stop and walk. So yeah, you might as well not even do it. Like, so those are our options. Either run the distance and walk or quit. Those are our choices? Hmm. Well, to me, it seems obvious that I'd rather go out and try and see what happens. And if worst case scenario happens and I end up walking four miles, well, that seems like a pretty good deal. That seems like a pretty good day. And that's that's a pretty good workout. I think I'm doing pretty good if that's the case. You know, and the other thing that people are afraid of is what it does to you mentally because you think to yourself, you know, well, if I walk, then I'm a failure. You're only a failure if you if you think in that perspective. You're only a failure if you allow yourself to think that taking a walk break is a failure. You're only a failure if you have yourself set up to believe that you have to do a certain pace or a certain amount of time or you can only walk a certain amount of times. Like if you set yourself up to believe that anything other than a nonstop run at a certain pace, feeling blissfully happy the whole way, if that's the only indicator of success, then you 100% will be disappointed and you 100% will feel like a failure and you might as well just not do it. I'm just kidding. You should still do it anyway. But you have to put it in perspective. Honest to God, every run is data. Every run is data. So ask yourself, literally ask yourself to define in your mind what is the worst thing that can happen from me stretching myself beyond my comfort zone. What, that you're out there longer than you want to be? You'll live that it takes you longer than you wanted it to, so what? That you end up walking more than you end up running, not so bad. The other option is to take a seat on the couch and watch other people try to do it. And here's the thing, nobody does everything perfectly on the first try. Nobody does. The first time you do anything, it's gonna be ugly. It's gonna be ugly because you're learning. It's going to be ugly because you have to figure yourself out and you're, you can't figure yourself out by thinking, you're thinking it to death. You can't think your way into a perfect run that you've never done before. You have to just do it and play around with it, see what worked, what didn't. You know, maybe you do it a certain time of the day and then you come back and say, well, that didn't work. I'm going to try it this way. It's all just data. It's data. Yesterday, Mike and I ended up doing a, went for a bike ride. I got him a babysitter for his birthday so we could go on a mountain bike ride. And then we decided to finish our, to do our long run together while we had the babysitter. And 
So for us, it was three and a half miles yesterday. And we had just gotten off the bikes and we started running and every part of my body hurt so bad. And it was so hot. It was 85 degrees and my knees were cracking. And I said, oh my God, I think my knees are broken. Like I felt like, I felt like the bones were rubbing together. Um, my shorts were riding straight up, like straight up my thighs. My short, my thighs were rubbing together. Um, I was sweating and I felt so uncoordinated and Mike was telling jokes about like, you know, we, we were going so slow that we were like joking to ourselves like, man, we must look really fast and saying it out loud was making us laugh. And I'm like, I can't even laugh. I don't have the energy. So every time I would laugh, I would stop and walk and I would say like, oh, we're going to walk at the next, you know, the white tent or whatever. And that's how the whole run went, you guys. There may have been like two or three bouts of, you know, maybe I would say six, seven, eight minutes when I could quote unquote get in the zone and just do the run and it was fine and I remember stopping I truly believe that my foot is injured that's a podcast <laughs> that's the next podcast I'll record probably after I go to the doctor and they tell me that I have to be in a boot for a while um and so I'll probably record a podcast on that later this week because I'm trying to get an appointment but anyway I remember at one point on the run I said oh my gosh my foot really hurts Mike I'm gonna have to stop and walk you go on without me and he was like no no I want to stay with you, Tina. I could never leave you, which is crap because if anybody knows us, you know that when it's race day, Mike is off. He, like I am in his dust because he takes his races very seriously. Not in the fact that he has to get a certain time, but he wants to see how fast he can go. And we are both in the agreement of like, you you do your thing. Like you do you on race day. And you know, we totally, that's just how we function. And so anyway, it was again, funny. He was like, no, I don't want to leave you. I'm like, that's such crap because you leave me all the time. And he just didn't want to go. He was tired too. And so that's the run that we had. We walked, we ran. And, and then I have pictures that I posted of him and my stories on Instagram of him laying in, <laughs> sprawled out on the boardwalk, sweating to death. I had to make him sit up to keep his heart, his head over his heart so he didn't pass out. And I, why, do I, why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because that was our 3.5 mile run yesterday. That was our long run. And here we are, seasoned runners, right? Like I've been running for 16 years. I've run 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, ultra marathons, full marathons, blah, 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 blah. Mike just ran a full marathon in May. And here we are struggling through 3.5, but laughing about it and knowing that it's just data. Do I think every run will feel like that? Absolutely not. I'm tired. It was his birthday. We both stayed up too late the night before. It was the middle of the day. It was hot. We didn't take enough water. We just rode our bikes. It was a recipe for disaster, but it doesn't matter. We finished the miles. We laughed a lot. It was an experience, took way longer than we wanted it to, um, but it's part of our journey. It's part of our journey. And I hope that the next run doesn't feel like that, but it might, it might. And so what is the difference? Well, the difference is the mindset, right? It's the mindset. Now, why am I recording a podcast about this? Because new runners don't have this mindset completely nailed down yet because you just don't have the data and the experience to back it up. So if you have a run like I did yesterday, and you've had one of those before, then you also know that you will overcome it and you will find the light at the end of the tunnel. And so because these new miles that are on this training plan that these, you know, that my runners have not done, that you guys have not done, 
It's intimidating because you haven't done it before. You just don't have the data. You don't have the experience and the data to support that you will be able to go out there and what four miles will look like. You don't know what it looks like to struggle through four and to find light at the end of the tunnel because you haven't done it. But that doesn't mean we turn around and say, I can't do this. We just go collect that data. Every run is data. Maybe you'll do it and it will be amazing. And you'll be like, I can't believe that that run went as smoothly as it did. I never anticipated that. And that's fantastic. But you'll also know that not every run will be like that. So what you guys do know now is if you have a crappy two mile run, you're not running for the hills and saying, I'm not meant to be a runner. This is for my runners who are now training for the 10K or for the who have already trained for the 5K, you're not running for the hills and saying, oh my gosh, I had a terrible two mile run. I am not meant to be a runner. No, you're saying, well, I've had plenty of good two mile runs. So, you know, I know that I'm gonna be fine. This is just a crappy run. And, and we have to go collect that data for our four milers and then our five milers and then our 10K. And, and you're gonna have data because every time you do another run, you're a different runner than you were. Even if you haven't run in a while and you're starting over at ground zero, and Tiffany is proof of this. Tiffany had just posted not that long ago. She's training for the 5K again. She's already done a 5K, but now this is her second go around with training for a 5K. And she was posting, you know, guys, this is the same. It's a similar training plan that I've been on, but it feels so different. That's because she's an experienced runner now. She has the data to support what she's going through. She's already been through running seven minute intervals, eight minute intervals, nine minute intervals, and knowing that she will come out on the other side. And so even on the runs that she struggles with, she's not going to struggle in that way that a brand new runner does. And so why are my current 10K runners starting to feel that fear that they had when they were 5K runners? Because to them, this is their new you know, zero to 5K. That's what this is. This is brand new, right? This is something that hasn't been done before. So it brings back all that insecurity, all of those doubts, all of that, you know, I can't do this. I'm not meant for this. And the difference is also that it's requiring a little bit more of a time commitment. So you're having to stay in that comfort zone for a little bit longer. And that's intimidating and that's scary. Is it doable? Absolutely. Will they do it? Absolutely. Will they de- then have data to say, wow, I knew I could do this? Yes. And then they will walk around and tell people like, listen, just like they did to the 5K runners, they're going to come back and say, listen, I was terrified too, but I promise you will get through this. I promise that you will get to the other side. I promise that through this dark part where you're doubting yourself, there is light. Just keep stepping forward. Close your eyes, walk towards the light, and when you're ready, open them because you will see that it's there. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other because that's what it takes. That's what it takes. Consistency over everything. Continue to show up. Don't overthink it. One of my runners had messaged me today and said, you know, I need some help. I've been struggling for two weeks. I've been, you know, I'm, I've been having doubts. I'm wondering if I can do this. I, I'm wondering if I should quit. I'm wondering if I should take a break. And, you know, my first reaction was to go back and to screenshot her some posts from when she was in a similar mindset back when she was 5K training. And so, you know, I sent her a couple of videos and I sent her a couple of her previous posts to remind her like, hey, this mindset You've been here before, but it's even scarier because not only back then, it was very hard for you to visualize yourself as a runner, period, but now I'm asking you to envision yourself as a long distance runner, as a 10K runner, doing something that even less people have ever 
given themselves the opportunity to do. Like you've now stepped up to another level and it's scary. But that doesn't mean it's impossible and that doesn't mean you should quit and that doesn't mean that's, that you're not meant for it because you are. And here's the thing, you're so close, like you are so close to reaching that goal and putting yourself in a category that so few people can do. And in it, it takes confidence to be able to say, I'm going to do this, right? Um, and, and many of my brand new runners don't have that confidence, which is what I tell them. Like, that's why you have me. Like, you're a part of this team so that I can remind you, I am your confidence. You will doubt yourself, I will believe in you. You will question yourself, I will confirm that you 100% are able to do this and that's why I am here, that is my job. And so I will show you that and then you won't need me to show you that anymore as evidenced by all of my runners who have completed their 5K don't question their ability to run a 5k anymore. I don't get those questions. I don't get those questions of, Tina, can I actually do this? But you know what it took to get there? It took training for that 5k and repeatedly running the 5k distance until it became natural and quote unquote doable. It wasn't just running it one time. It wasn't even running it two times. In order to make that easy, doable, manageable, we had to do it over and over again. And what were we doing? We were exposing ourselves to something uncomfortable until it became comfortable. And now, just as my runners are sharing in the group, just today, sharing in the group that now three miles suddenly feels comfortable. I've just come to find three miles comfortable. That doesn't mean easy, you guys. It doesn't mean easy. It means mentally manageable and doable, I can wrap my mind around it. And so all of those feelings that come back up with the next step, which is four miles and then five miles and then 6.2 miles, all of those feelings are totally normal, but you can 100% turn those distances into your three miles. No doubts about it. You just have to continue to show up. So we're gonna work over the next couple of weeks getting out of our comfort zone and making that a new comfortable distance for us and what's what you're gonna what's gonna blow your mind is that when I talk to you in a month for my runners who are doing this now I will talk to them in a month and they will look back on four miles and say like I can't believe that I was so afraid of four miles and that's in round and round we go you guys round and round we go and so you know that's that feeling though that feeling you get from doing something brand new, that feeling you get from saying like, can I do this and then doing it, like nothing, nothing compares to that feeling. And that's why so many people decide to, you know, get addicted to running and say like, I wonder if I can, I wonder if I can. It's not because of all of these grinding runs in between, like where we are right now. Nobody says like, oh, I want that anxiety back. Like that's not, that's not what everybody's desiring. Everyone's desiring that light at the end of the tunnel. When you reach it and you say, hell yes, look what I just did. And then you look back and reflect on all of that hard work and all of those doubts you've overcome. Like that's what's addicting. You just have to stick in there long enough to reach that point to say like, oh my gosh, I did this. And for our newest, newest runners who go from zero to 5k, they're in that same place now. They have they have two and a half weeks. Some of them have four weeks left because they've had some, you know, things have come up like it, um, so, uh, blah, 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 illnesses or sicknesses, and they've, you know, they've pushed, been pushed back a few weeks. But we talk about rolling with the punches. Life is going to throw things at us. We've just got to keep. We've got to pick up and keep going. And life teaches us that we have to roll with the punches, and we have to be able to 
you know, figure it out. But if we can show up with 70% consistency, right? If we can show up for our, for our training plans with 70% consistency, we will find success. We will 100% find success. Nothing is perfect. And so where are they right now? They are kind of almost peeking around to the light at the end of their tunnel. They're still kind of in that dark of like, oh, can I really do this? And one of the newest runners had mentioned to me, Tina, I don't know how much more of this I can do because she is on, she has two and a half weeks left. No, I'm sorry. She has three weeks left until she reaches 5K. So she's been in this for, gosh, six, seven, eight weeks of running in general and she's starting to get you know fearful her newest runs came out they were distances she's never seen before and our instant response to that is well wait a minute that was hard that i just did last week and you want me to do that but i once again leave you with a reminder you are not the same person doing that run the person who's now running the next level up so if you were the person who was running let's say eight minute intervals and now you're running 10 minute intervals this week, well, guess what? You're eight minutes stronger now. You are not the same person, so you don't get to have the same expectations. You are now stronger, you have more stamina, your muscles are stronger, so you are able to handle more. So you 100% will do that next workout to push yourself to that discomfort zone because that's what we're aiming for. And the same thing for my 10K runners. You know, you right now might be stressing out because you're going to say, oh, that three miles I just did was hard and you want me to do four? Like, yeah, because now you're a runner with an additional three-mile run under your belt with more data, more evidence, more experience. You are not the same runner. Our expectations have to shift and you 100% are ready. I remember when I was training for the marathon in May, every dang long run, every run actually I said to myself, there's no way I'm going to be able to run 26 miles. I know that sounds, this sounds facetious because I mean, that's a really crazy sounding statement, but when you're in the training, it doesn't matter. It's all relative, right? And so every run I did, I thought there's no way I'm going to run 26 miles. There's no freaking way. Every run felt, not every run, but so many runs felt like a challenge. It felt like a push. And I was like, oh, and I still have, you know, 10 more miles to go after this, if this were race day. And you know, I just kept showing up. I just kept doing that very next run. And before I knew it, I ran 26.2 miles in May. It wasn't easy, but it was so freaking rewarding. And I said to myself, when I was in those days, those dark days, I said to myself numerous times, I'm not gonna do another marathon for a while. I was getting burned out. The miles were long. Arranging for when to do those runs was getting overwhelming. And I said to myself, I am not going to do this again for a while. But I have to tell you, shortly after I finished, I said to myself, I wonder when I should start training for my next marathon. In fact, I was playing around with the idea of trying to get to an ultra again soon. Isn't that nuts? It's absolutely nuts. It really is. But the minute you do something, it's that feeling of like, oh my God, I actually did it. Like I showed up, I followed the plan, I took the steps. And I did it. And there is nothing more exciting than that. And that's what we're going to do. And so maybe we're not ready to look down the road and see the next run. We're not ready to look for that 6.2 or that 3.1 or that 26.2. We're not ready, but we don't have to look there yet. We only have to look at our very next step. And for my 10K runners, you don't have to look at that long run on Monday. You just have to look at the next run. And you don't have, and, and, and don't allow yourself to burn yourself out by overthinking the run and, and putting all of these unrealistic expectations on yourself. 
and making yourself feel like it has to be perfect or you should quit. Those are not the only two options. The other options are do the best you can. The other options are show up and and see what happens. The other options are make it ugly, make it messy, but keep showing up. When we expect that perfection from ourselves, that's when we quit, you guys. That's when most people quit. When they put themselves in a workout plan that's five days a week and they have to have a certain pace and run a certain amount of miles or they might as well just quit, like they quit. They quit. It's too much. The expectations are unrealistic and it's not fun. So take a deep breath, shake out all of those worries, and just Remind yourself that you only have to be ready for the very next step and you are allowed to do it messy. Do it as messy as my run yesterday. Do it and laugh at yourself. Do it and come home and write down what I will make sure I do next time. I will pack water. I will go in the morning. I will wear my better shoes. I will whatever it is. Write down your data and figure out what you're going to do next time because it's not the end. It's just data. You guys can so do this. We are so capable of so much more than we ever give ourselves credit for ever and honestly it is my it is my ultimate pleasure to be able to take all of these beautiful humans who think that they can't do things it is an addiction of mine now to take people again these beautiful humans who think that they can't do these things and to push them out of their comfort zone and to be the confidence and and be the one person in their in their mind, in their world, in their life that says, you can freaking do this. And to push you out of the nest and watch you fly. It is addicting because you will do it every time as long as you don't quit on me. As long as you don't throw in the towel. As long as you promise to show up, I promise to be there to support you. I promise if you take those big, messy steps, no matter what they look like, I will be there beside you, guiding you, and I will show you how to get to the biggest goals you can even imagine. Because all it takes is the consistency and the confidence to take big, messy, uncertain, uncomfortable steps to experience some serious greatness. And I love every second of it. And I can't believe that I get the opportunity to show people that they can experience something that I didn't know existed and then it was shown to me and then it has changed my life forever and I hope we can let it do the same for you. Just keep showing up and I will be there. Just keep showing up and I will be there. I will be there to guide you until you no longer need me and that moment will come once you do the dang thing. Once you do the dang thing, you will realize, okay, she was right. I can do this and then you'll believe in yourself and you can take it from there. The sky's the limit. I absolutely love you guys. I thank you so much for hanging out with me. I know everybody has a lot going on. I know you're busy. I know that you could be doing many other things, but I hope that you can take something from this and remind yourself that you are capable of so much more than you ever thought possible. I love you guys. Have a great week. Until next time, happy running. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.